0: Ron DeSantis barely won in 2018 by 35,000 votes by the skin of his teeth against a black, progressive, little-known mayor from Tallahassee, Florida. It didn't. T- yesterday, he won by 20 percentage points. Why? Because he gamed the system.
1: Ah, yes, he gamed the system. That woman is a nut. Where do they find all these nuts, and why do they put them on TV? Hey, anchors away. Today is Veterans Day. And we salute the United States Navy. Yesterday was the U.S. Marine Corps birthday. Yes, it was. My first Marine Corps birthday was celebrated in the desert sands of Saudi Arabia. Yes, it was 1990. Saddam Hussein had invaded Kuwait. I went over there to do TV things, and uh, and uh, had a great time. They brought out a, a, a sheet cake on a, on a litter on a stri- on a stretcher and cut it with a sword. It was great. Yesterday was the 247th anniversary, the 247th birthday of the United States Marine Corps. And, uh, and today is, of course, a Veterans Day. It is 11-11, it is, uh, and an important day in American history. We, uh, we started this with Armistice Day. Uh, it's the day that World War I ended. Uh, my grandfather, Patrick Henry Barnes, was a doughboy fighting in France in World War I. Uh, after the war was over, he was assigned to a German prisoner of war camp to keep the Germans at bay, you know, poke them with bayonets and things. <laughs> I, have, uh, I have pictures of them at home. I have a picture of my grandfather at home from World War I, and it's in a uh, carved, a hand-carved rosewood frame that was carved for him by a German prisoner of war. And on the back, he wrote PWCO3, because they didn't say POW, it was just Prisoner of War, uh, 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 Camp 3 or Company 3, and uh, this German prisoner of war carved the frame and gave it to my grandfather as a gift. My grandfather put a picture of himself in his U.S. Army uniform, World War I, in that frame, and I still have it at home. It is, um, the picture is old and worn, but that said, I also have a picture of my grandfather with General Blackjack Pershing, which is a pretty good, pretty good relic, too. And my my father, he was U.S. Army, World War I, Purple Heart. In fact, I used to have his Purple Heart, but someone stole it. Someone stole it. Said so Patrick H. Barnes on the back of his Purple Heart, his World War I Purple Heart. I was living in California, and it was stolen from uh, my home, from my apartment where I was living. It was my home at uh, that time. Terrible thing. And then, of course, my father was a U.S. Navy fighter pilot in World War II. And, um, you know, and uh, the uh, great American tradition... Is uh, well, it carries on. However, it's uh, somewhat under threat because you know, you know, your Democrats. You know how they are. In fact, yesterday we had a uh, we had a, a great American, a Marine himself, stop by the uh, the radio station at WMAL because he wanted to drop off a check for Fisher House, and I've worked with Fisher House for many years, uh, helping to raise money for the great people at at this great organization, Fisher House, and the great Fisher family. Wonderful stuff. Uh, but our friend stopped by, had his Marine Corps polo shirt on, and dropped off a check for Fisher House, um, because they do that every year. He drops off the—it's the Danish Club of Washington, D.C. You mean like the donuts and stuff? Well, no, like, uh, you know, people from, uh, from Denmark. They're, uh, they're Danish. They're Danes. And uh, the Danish Club of Washington, D.C., having their 59th annual Danish Christmas Bazaar. See, it's a little before Thanksgiving. that's good. They haven't been able to have it for the last couple of years because the communists in China playing with germ warfare and everything. But tomorrow from 11 to 3 at St. Elizabeth's Church on Montrose Road in Rockville, they have the uh, Danish Christmas Bazaar, and it's a lot of fun. They brought some nice tasty treats to eat yesterday, too which they do every year, and they brought a check for Fisher House because they're great patriotic Americans at the Danish Club of Washington for their 59th annual Danish Christmas Bazaar. Tomorrow, St. Elizabeth Church in Rockville. Be there. Help them up because they're on the right side. They're, they're, the, they're the good guys. That's good stuff. And we thank them every year for their, their contribution, their generous contribution to Fisher House. Uh, still very much needed. Mm, 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 mm. Now there's a crazy thing. Here's a crazy thing to share with you. Um, let's say Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis uh, get together and they have a Diet Coke summit, right? Because you know um, uh, Obama had the beer and crack summit. They all right, they had the beer summit, and then uh, Hunter Biden had the crack summit with Russian hookers and Chinese government officials, and that's all okay because they're Democrats, but. It's kind of interesting. Donald Trump lives in Florida. He's a Florida resident. Ron DeSantis is governor of Florida. He's, of course, a Florida resident, too. What if two residents of the same state run together on the same presidential ticket as president and vice president? Is that okay? Is that kosher? Usually you try to have, like, one from New York and one from California, populous states, where— where you uh, you get a lot of votes from the states from your home states. But there is something else that's kind of tricky. You know, um, Dick Cheney lived in Texas when he picked himself to be George W. Bush's running mate, and George W. Bush, of course, was a Texas guy himself. So kind of an interesting situation could emerge if there were a close race, as was the case in the year 2000, which the Democrats still deny, by the way, uh, that they lost because they're crazy and they're fanatical and they've denied every presidential race in the 21st century that they've lost. Now, they can, technically, they can run. We're both from Florida. That's fine. But uh, it could get tricky if there were a close race. Electors from one state can't choose two people from their own state what what is that so uh in 2000 um it uh, dick cheney moved to wyoming and made his official state of residence wyoming rather than texas because you know texas electors voting for george w bush could not have also voted for cheney if he were a texas resident and that ended up with 270 electoral votes uh, it would have left the vice presidency in limbo. created this weird constitutional conundrum because the electors from Texas can't they can vote for the person for president. But uh, apparently there's this odd wrinkle that you can't vote. The electors from Texas, or in this case Florida, couldn't vote for both Trump and DeSantis. Because they, the electorates from Florida could only vote for uh, one candidate from Florida. Isn't that weird? Kind of a weird thing. This was taken up way back when, uh, during the Bush uh, time in, the, in the, 2000, the 2000 election. Constitution has say about electing presidents, it's uh, kind of a, kind of a fascinating thing. We have all kinds of interesting wrinkles in our Constitution. Electoral college voters called electors could not cast both of their votes for two people from their home state. In plain speak, Polita Fact wrote at the time, an electoral college member from Maryland couldn't cast his two votes for candidates from Maryland. Huh? Electors from any other state could still vote for two Maryland representatives, just not the electors from Maryland. So, uh, you know, and, and Texas is a big, excuse me, uh, uh, Florida is a big state with a lot of electoral votes. So this could be a wrinkle that, uh, that you'd want to address. If you were going to run, let's just say hypothetically, President Trump top of the ticket and Ron DeSantis as vice president, it, it, uh, President Trump might have to move to New York, make his, make his official residence New York, to accommodate this constitutional wrinkle. Odd. Wacky. Doesn't come up very often. But it did come up in 2000. So, fascinating stuff. Mm-mm-mm. Now, again, back to the uh, uh, the tweet that we sent out this morning in the responses. Uh, DC Prenn, he's pushing me off the train. I'm clinging, he says, exclamation mark, said, Mm 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 He's detrimental to uh, progress, unfortunately. And uh, are you sticking with Trump? Yes! Exclamation mark from J. Lee 7. Nobody tweets, never be disloyal to Trump. However, I'm more loyal to the United States of America. Uh, are you uh, giving up on Trump? Hell nope. Hell nope. I like hell nope. That's uh, That's good. And, well, I saw a post by Trump on Truth Today where he made fun of our governor, Yunkin, said Scott Hansen, and bragged he was the reason he got, he got elected. Did give him some props after that, though. Kind of rubbed me wrong. Yeah, you know, be on, uh, be on Team America. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, I'm a salty one, said uh, no, but I wish he'd wait until after Georgia is decided. That would be prudent. You know, you really want, you know, there are people that blame President Trump for losing the Georgia Senate races last time around. And uh, it would be best if he steered clear of, you know, any, uh, you know, any possible blame this time around. I think just, uh, you know, uh, g- uh, genius political instincts at 9 a.m. And then at 3 p.m. you have to say, huh, what's going on with that? Why did he do that all of a sudden? Mm, mm, Ah. And there's so much else going on as well. Now, you know the Democrats love uh, uh, dressing like like women and and things. Um, we actually have some audio, I think, of this Miss America, don't we? <laughs> but before we do, British Airways goes gender neutral. Newsmax has the story. Did you see Newsmax had five million viewers on election night newsmax five million viewers that's more than you know cbs and nbc and abc that's newsmax big on election night very big and with good reason that's great but listen to this british airways goes gender neutral british airways will allow male pilots to dress as women i'm sorry what what is he so if you're getting on a british airways flight and you see john lithgow walk on dressed as a woman you just might be flying your plane. British Airways will allow male pilots to dress as women with makeup and handbags And a tremendous overhaul of the existing uniform rules. Reportedly, airline bosses wrote in an internal memo yesterday, Behold, be bold, be proud, and be yourself. You see, that's uh, be uh, proud and uh, be yourself. And they said, so now the men... You know, what was it that uh, Winston Churchill said about the British Navy and something about, uh, you know, buggery? Buggery. And uh, here we go now, British Airways. Wow. They hope the new guidance would be embraced by everyone regardless of gender, gender identity, ethnicity, background, culture, sexual identity, or otherwise. Doesn't that seem uh, repetitive, redundant, and unnecessarily duplicative? But that's uh, British Airways now. Your man pilot might be dressed like a lady pilot because and makeup and handbags and the whole uh, the whole thing, just completely crazy. Now in uh, New Hampshire, New Hampshire is one of our one of our fifty states. It's one of our fifty states, and the uh, the Democrats, they have a you call like a precursor to the Miss America pageant, precursor to the Miss America pageant. And in this uh, precursor to the Miss America pageant, they had um, a man, a man competing as a woman, right? And this man is obviously a man, probably, I'm guessing, six foot two, 250 to 270 pounds, His name is Brian. He says it's Brian. And uh, he's a big old dude. Could be playing, you know, the defensive line or the offensive line for a, uh, uh, probably an NFL team, a professional football team. Now, Brian of uh, Vietnamese descent, Brian Nguyen, wins Miss Greater Dairy Beauty Pageant, which provides scholarships to, quote, Young women. So uh, here we go again. You know, the Democrat Party. You know, the biggest woman winner of Jeopardy in the history of the TV show Jeopardy, the game show Jeopardy, is a transgender man, meaning a, a, a transgender woman, meaning a man who uh, shows up as a woman, right? So the number one female Jeopardy champion of all time is a man, right? The greatest college The female college swimmer, Leah Thomas, uh, is a man, has a penis. That's one of the indicators right there, but not for Democrats. And now, Brian Nguyen uh, wins Greater Miss Greater Dairy in New Hampshire, D-E-R-R-Y. The beauty pageant, which provides scholarships to young women, and it's the road to the Miss America pageant. We actually have uh, audio from... Brian or Brian, spelled B-R-I-A-N, Brian, Brian, Brian Wynn wins Miss Greater Derry. And I'm telling you, like 6'2, 275. And uh after winning, made a beeline to McDonald's. We have audio coming up. You're listening to the Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant, inviting you on our 2023 Sea Cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Now, again, this uh, this, uh, very large man named Brian Nguyen, Uh, who won the Miss Greater Dairy on his way to the Miss America pageant. After uh, winning the sash, wearing the sash, went to uh, McDonald's, got a whole big bucket full of food, being a big old guy, and started shoveling, you know, Big Macs into his pie hole in the car.
0: I'm a local Miss America title holder, y'all. Okay, so, breakdown, y'all. I won... I won the the competition overall, so I am your your 2023 Miss Dairy, and I won People's Choice Award, I won Best Talent, and I won Best Interview. So adding that all up, I won $6,000 in scholarship money on my very first try in a Miss America local. Supposed to go to
1: a girl. Who doesn't get the scholarship and doesn't win the thing? Just like the track meets and the swim meets and Jeopardy and Woman of the Year, Bruce Jenner.
0: I cannot believe that I'm the first in the 100-year history of Miss America. I can. That I am the first transgender woman to go to a state-level pageant. And
1: you're you're a man. You're a, you're a six-foot-two, 270-pound man. You're round. And you got to see the the pictures. Maybe we should uh, tweet out the thing. The uh, picture of him standing in front of these tiny women. This is the Chris Plant Show. uh, I've I've flown on a lot of of Air Force planes. I didn't serve in the Air Force, but I did get to pilot an F-16 one day out of Moody Air Force Base in Georgia. I've flown uh, practically around the world on the E-4B. E-4B. It's a doomsday plane. Big 747. It's got an antenna that drags behind it when it's airborne. That's five miles long, so it can communicate with submerged submarines and stuff like that. I've had a lot of fun Air Force uh, things. been in the cockpit of a B-2 stealth bomber. Not in flight, but at White Man Air Force Base um, in Missouri. And, and uh, I've been up in refueling tankers, refueling B-2 bombers. Done that. That's kind of fun. Fun stuff, Air Force. I've been able to do a lot of fun things. Jumped out of two different airplanes with the United States Army Golden Knights. Good stuff. The Navy had done more Navy stuff, aircraft carriers, submarine. Uh, I've, I've got to do more fun stuff, uh, and I never even served in the military. It's crazy. Amphibious landings, aircraft carrier landings and takeoffs. Um, you know, 10 years at the Pentagon. Got to do a lot of really fun things. Thanks to friends, mostly, you know, friends. Uh, all right, we've got, uh, you know, the Democrats say uh, British Airways now has transgender pilots. It's the the British leading the way again. The uh, and uh, and the Miss America contest now they've got they've got Brian Brian Nguyen on his way to Miss America out of New Hampshire. You got to see. Are we gonna are we gonna tweet out pictures of that? We're gonna tweet out Kevin pictures. Already did, already did it. Kevin already did it. All right. Excellent. That's good stuff. Now in uh, Baltimore which uh, Spike Lee likes to call Body More Murderland. Body More Murderland. City to announce guaranteed income. Guaranteed income? That's right. For squeegee kids who stay off the corners. They'll pay them to go to the middle of the block, I guess. This is uh, Fox Baltimore. City to announce guaranteed income to squeegee kids if they stay off the corners. The city is expected to announce next week that they're offering a guaranteed income if squeegee kids stay out of city intersections. The size of the payment is still unclear. However, the city is currently offering potential criminals $375 a month in a separate program if they refrain from shooting other people. (laughs) Uh, Democrats, the problem is not our guns. It's your son's. Hey, uh, it's it's good that you should, you know, uh, uh, pay them to not shoot. This is what your tax dollars go for in Maryland and in Baltimore. Directors of the city's group violence reduction strategy detailed the stipend program at City Hall on Wednesday. Story came out yesterday. If participants remain crime-free, the city vows to provide educational opportunities. Aren't you supposed to do that anyway? Housing assistance, doesn't that happen already? And stipends for completed resume, going on a job interview, and meeting with a life coach, as long as you don't shoot them. Don't shoot the life coach in order to incentivize folks and give them an opportunity to advance their life. Uh, That's what the government is supposed to do, (laughs) Anyway, explained Director Shantae Jackson. I don't care if you give them $3,000. That doesn't resolve the issue, insisted Kinji Scott, former director of Maryland's Juvenile Justice Coalition. This is what the Democrats do. These are their solutions, to pay kids to not shoot people. And, you know, the squeegee people, it's a shakedown racket out on the, the streets of Baltimore. Say, hey, what if we pay them? to not uh, go out on the corners, then, um, you know, gosh, sounds like a great idea. Um, maybe they can buy a small quantity of drugs and then, you know, work their way up and become major drug, deals. Speak, uh, major drug dealers. Speaking of which, uh, uh, did you see the, uh, the thing yesterday? I think we have some audio on this. Uh, the headline is Travel Drugs Alcohol survey shows how Biden student loan bailout recipients will spend extra money. Isn't it funny that they call it extra money? You know, it's extra because it's not theirs. It's ours. We have some uh, we have some audio on this, too, because on the television uh, at NBC News, they thought, hey, this is kind of interesting. There is a study, a survey has been conducted. And you know what? These people who are waiting for a Biden handout. You know, you go to Harvard Law School and then you apply for $20,000 from the taxpayers for nothing. Uh, And what will they do with that money?
2: Recipients of President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan could see their monthly payments drop up to $300 a month in the coming weeks. But get this, 73% say they actually plan to spend that extra cash on travel and dining out
1: wait, wait, they're going to take this money, but I thought they desperately needed it to pay off student loans. But 70-some percent of them said they would spend it on travel and dining out. There's more.
2: It could be easy as well for some people to enjoy traveling and eating out rather than worrying about the future. One financial coach tells CNBC.com that you should not use the loan forgiveness only for long-term goals. Your short-term self may get frustrated and give up on planning ahead altogether.
1: Right. Sounds like a good thing. Remember, um, uh, Joe Biden says because people are really struggling. All this means people can start finally crawl out from under that mountain of debt to get on top of their rent and their utilities to finally think about buying a home or starting a family or starting a business. And by the way, when this happens, the whole economy is better off. Right. And now what the study finds is 52 percent Said they'd buy new clothes. 46% said they'd go on vacation and, you know, go out to restaurants more. 44% said they'd likely use the money to buy new smartphones. 28% said they'd use the money to buy drugs or alcohol. Sure. Well, both are illegal uh, now, so that's a uh, Democrats have made sure we're a, we're a work free drug place. In America, 27 percent said they'd use the money to gamble more, to gamble, go to casinos, you know, get hookers, uh, hang out with uh, with uh, Hunter Biden and all kinds of good stuff like that. Aren't they amazing? So this is uh, what socialism does. As Jen Psaki tweeted the other day, you know, socialism doesn't really sell um, in uh, South Florida because so many people fled socialism there. Isn't that amazing? Yes, it is. Your short-term
2: self may get frustrated and give up on planning ahead altogether.
1: Yes, yes, your short-term self. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. Just amazing. Ah. Now, the news media, they love themselves and each other. It's great big circle fest. And Mo Yarbrough was on with the Reverend Al Charlatan of Tawana Brawley famed. And he... um, He's talking about Stacey Abrams, who has lost two gubernors races now, but the Democrats have spent tens of millions of dollars so that she can be, you know, the biggest loser. Wasn't there a TV show called The Biggest Loser Froa? Shouldn't these people be on it, like, you know, Beto O'Rourke? Um, boy, oh, boy. But uh, that's not the way they see it, you see. Uh, for them, it's a religious cult. I'll talk to my oh, three-chair.
0: Hila? Yeah. Moses? He led the Jews to the promised land,
1: but he didn't get there himself. He, he didn't get there himself, but God took care of Moses. Yes, keep reading he did. the Bible. God oh. said, I will bury Moses. Y'all leave Moses alone and let
0: Joshua keep going. And Stacy will get her due. God will reward Stacy. Anytime you see Ossof and Warnock and Biden in Washington, you're looking at the work of Stacy A. Amen. Amen.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, maybe the after school Satan Club. Uh, award winners Uh, honestly it's Moses it's a you know they killed God Al Sharpton is not a Christian he's not a minister he's um, um, you know I had to stop myself from saying he's a pimp so I won't say he's a pimp see that that was a rhetorical uh, technique uh but uh let's uh, let's go because msdnc chris jansing but you know i mean again they're religious figures they believe that barack obama can slow the rise of the oceans they they killed god and as voltaire suggested centuries ago if god did not exi- exist it would be necessary to invent him so they killed god atheist godless atheist that they are and then they recreated god and then it's them and they can stop the apocalypse and, you know, the uh, invisible man in the sky is CO2, and they can slow the rise of the oceans. And Stacey Abrams is comparable to Moses himself. MSDNC Chris Jansing on uh, uh, who ought to be uh, the Democrat presidential candidate. And I guess they don't like Biden, and uh, which makes them racist, I think. and And then Kamala, which makes them... Uh, humorless.
2: Let me throw out a couple of other names if I can. So you've got Val Demings, right? You've got Liz Cheney. Right. Um,
1: Democrat. Sherry Beasley.
2: President. Tim Ryan, a top Democrat suggested to me, watch for Tim Ryan in years in the future to run for president. The I biggest
1: mean, loser. I-,
2: I don't know. Do you count these folks out? I- I- is is- uh, uh, uh. Are many of them maybe the right candidate in the wrong state?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Tim Ryan lost. Let's run him for president. Stacey Abrams, that's, that's a great idea. Uh, Val Demings, she lost. She was uh, a cop and then had a job for a little while as a bad politician. And, and uh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, they, these people are unwell. What about if we,
2: ha- we pair up Liz Cheney and Stacey Abrams and actually start talking about universal voting and election reform? I could see them doing kind of a czar thing with the administration that's completely
0: bipartisan. That would be exciting.
1: Universal voting there, you know, they're, they're, there are a million ways to ruin your country. And the Democrat Party is pursuing each and every one of them. Aren't they amazing? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, uh, let's go to because uh, I like this guy. This is uh, slugger Greg Stubbe, uh Florida Republican congressman. He hit the home run in the congressional baseball game. The one where no Bernie Sanders volunteers showed up to murder everybody. You know, but uh, Greg Stubbe on uh, talking about voting and, and why Republicans in Florida have figured out how to hold an election. Here we are, you know, centuries into our constitutional republic and the Democrats are
0: still screwing it up everywhere you look. I wish the policies that we put in place here in Florida were nationwide. I wish the elections uh, policies and laws that we have in place here in Florida were nationwide, and you wouldn't be seeing the problems you're seeing in Arizona and Nevada, and what she was saying about absentee votes, uh, those are 100% uh, required that there's voter ID, that there's verification of those absentee ballots. We don't just count absentee ballots here in Florida. You have to have verification of that, which is why you have our results within hours of the election
1: and the democrats are still counting he also talked about how we've now um, uh, allocated 65 billion dollars for ukraine and there is no oversight at all and now the reports are that the ukrainians as i've been talking about are buying houses in switzerland and uh he said sweden he meant switzerland let's go to the uh, let's go to the telephones michael Let's go to Dana calling from Arlington, Virginia. Dana, you're on the Chris Plant Show.
2: With you. It's nice to speak with you, Chris. Um, I just have two comments regarding Winsome Sears comments that seem totally gratuitous and hypocritical about Trump not delivering a red wave. Uh-huh. She, calls, she calls for unity, yet she faults Trump for um, not delivering the red wave, but she and her boss, Governor Yunkin, didn't seem to have success in delivering two great Virginia congressional candidates, uh, Hung Kao and Yesley Vega, they lost, unfortunately. So I don't think Trump should go after um, Winsome Sears. She was born in Jamaica, as I understand, and can't run for president, but um, her boss can. So I would suggest that her comments were premature, gratuitous, and she was a surrogate for Yunkin.
1: Well, I don't know if she was a surrogate for Yunkin, but, uh, you know, on this... uh on this Veterans Day, Marine Corps uh, veteran Winsome Sears, I think uh, did herself uh, a whole lot of damage politically. Would Would you agree with that, Dana? I'm a
2: veteran too, and I think she really um, fragged her her um, party.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good, good use of the term "fragged" too. That's uh, yeah. Look, and yeah, I actually I, I spoke to Hung Kao yesterday. I was texting with Hung Kao yesterday, and. And he wanted to he asked me to uh, thank everybody that came out and supported him and and uh, voted for him. And and uh, he's disappointed, of course, that uh, that he didn't win. But he but he did want to thank everybody. And you're oh, a veteran. He- you're a veteran yourself. Right. The army. Um, and uh, what's going to happen in 2024? What do you want to see?
2: Oh, boy, I just want to see the um, Republicans take over. I don't care who it is, and um, I really do think we need to be unified. But um, we're just living in really strange times. Even Newt Gingrich said he doesn't, you know, his predictions were off, and he's got to rethink things. I just think our country's really changed a lot. I think the demographics have changed. And um, one thing I will say that DeSantis did that was excellent, um, he and uh, Rick Scott got rid of that crazy Democrat woman who was in charge of – voting um overseeing voting in miami and they got a lot a lot of flack for getting rid of her but i do think that was instrumental in helping let the true vote in miami-dade uh come to the fore
1: yeah yeah that's right dana um uh, saluting you uh thank you very much and and thanks for being a great american and and um happy uh veterans day and armistice day and uh so-called armistice day and um You know, we uh, I got to tell you, Florida ought to be the model for um, for every other state when it comes to holding elections. And it would be fair to say that Arizona and Nevada should uh, not be allowed to hold elections again until they fix their broken wagons. Um, And Georgia's got issues, too. And happy Veterans Day to the United States Marine Corps.
0: I'm having to rethink my own uh, understanding of politics because last night didn't work, or, or Tuesday night didn't work the way I thought it would.
1: You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. IS Veterans Day in America. Originally Armistice Day, the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month ending the war to end all wars. But, um, you know, it should be noted that in in, um, all the wars we've had, the Civil War, the president of the Confederacy was a Democrat. Getting into World War I, the uh, uh, president was a progressive Democrat, Woodrow Wilson. Getting into World War II, the president was a progressive Democrat, FDR. Getting into the Korean War, uh, Democrat Harry Truman. Getting into Vietnam, First, John F. Kennedy a little, and then and then uh, LBJ a lot. Um, Ronald Reagan won the Cold War. He did have Grenada. We kicked the commies out of Grenada, uh, and uh, that was good because there were commies down there. They were building a big, long runway. That was uh, for Russian long-range bombers, and the Cold War was hot, you know. Also, federal court strikes down Biden's student loan forgiveness program Notwithstanding the fact that uh, most people that uh, are uh, rubbing their hands together, looking forward to the money, said they'll go on vacation, buy drugs, get hookers, you know, things like that. (laughs) Uh, Also, the New York Times today, Biden is no sure thing in 2024. The New York Times, they're uh, circling their navel as well. What about boot edge edge, Harris, even Whitmer? That's the actual headline. In the New York Times, just the headline. Mm, 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 mm. Well, let me uh, let me tell you, it's it's a it's an interesting time. It always is. I've got to say, I've found this to be a frustrating uh, since Tuesday, a period of time, a very frustrating period of time since Tuesday with the elections still in limbo. Three Senate races, Georgia, the runoff uh, and of course, Nevada and Arizona. Too many House races still in limbo to count here. I blame the Democrats for all of it. And I'd like to see Republican cohesion. Let's keep it together and not attack each other. Let's keep our eye on the ball. It's the White House in 2024 and the Congress.